Hi, and welcome back to the Faith-Based Workplace Show. I am your host, Nina Stiles, and here's where we focus on topics to help you develop and live a spirit-led life as a Christian in today's workplace. You've tuned into episode five, and this episode's topic is surrendering to God's path for your career. Being ambitious and striving to follow your ideal career path can be so exciting, but also intimidating or maybe even downright hard to accomplish in most cases. This can cause you to ponder over your chosen career path, wondering if the path that you've chosen was really meant for you, or you can reach a particular point in your pursuit and you're unsure if all of the striving and the hard work will pay off in the long run and reflect the results that you had hoped for. And some may even follow an arbitrary path with such determination in hopes of reaching a certain level of success. But somewhere down the line, you've become exhausted with trying to come up with the right choice. So in this episode, we'll navigate through the ins and outs of what this entire journey may look like and what it can end up revealing to you. So here we go. You know, we can get pretty comfortable when we're on a path that's relatively clear. You can pretty much see which direction you're headed and what the outcome from where you stand is going to look like at a particular point. But something happens when your path and your plans start to shift. And well, what used to be comfortable or a comfortable pathway to your career is now a concern. So naturally you start to wonder if the path you've chosen was really meant for you. And if you're at the beginning or early stage of your journey, now is a good time to ask yourself, what has happened to cause you to ponder or have these doubts at this stage in your journey? And I mean, beyond the obvious shift that took place. So what is it about the actual shift that's caused you to believe your plans have derailed in some sense? And you want to carefully examine the why. And that why can lead to so many reasons. So is it because you're feeling some level of turbulence or you're kind of going through sort of a storm? If that's the cause of the shift, then Sometimes we can be led to believe that because we're experiencing some turbulence or we're going through some sort of a storm, that God is giving you a sign that you're on the wrong path. And that may not necessarily always be the case. You see, you could very well be traveling the ordained path that God has placed you on. So you may want to consider this. God may be allowing you to experience the turbulence or the storm because he wants to increase your faith and strength along the way. Now, I'm sure many of you remember the part in the Bible when Peter was given the opportunity to increase his faith as he walked on water towards Jesus, right? And that was in Matthew chapter 14. And Peter began to sink when he was distracted by the strong wind and waves. And of course, Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him and addressed Peter's doubt. But what, what I'd like for you to pay close attention to is this. 
after both Jesus and Peter returned to the boat, the storm stopped. And I want, I want to offer a decent amount of pause here and say again, the storm stopped. Now we know that Jesus has the power to stop the storm, right? I mean, this was actually even revealed in chapter eight and we know the Bible is in chronological order. So by this time in chapter 14, Jesus calming the storm had already happened. Okay. So this means that at this point in their journey, Jesus wanted Peter to exercise his faith during the storm. So it wasn't because Peter wasn't supposed to walk on water. Jesus gave him permission to do so. So just keep this in mind. The fact that you're going through a storm doesn't necessarily mean you're receiving a sign from God that uh, you're on the wrong path. Another point to you receiving an increase in strength may not only come in the form of spirituality. There's strength of character, emotional strength, wisdom, and endurance. And then I find that uh, strength and endurance goes hand in hand with patience, which is uh, a tough one for all of us. So, um, but when you're experiencing or examining yourself and doing some self-reflecting, be sure to reflect truthfully and honestly with yourself. You may see where there are areas within that could use some strength building. And the word of God affirms this in Romans chapter five, verses three through four. And it, it tells us, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. So when we take what we consider to be a sign and label it as code to immediately move away or out of a circumstance, we could be misinterpreting the lesson in that journey. And I really want to press on the word sign for a moment because we can get so reliant on signs rather than asking God directly for clarity and wisdom on how we can move forward from where he's positioned us. And remember, when you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit who indwells you. So we should be seeking wisdom and guidance from him. And then practicing patience is a hard one, I admit, but it's necessary. It's a necessary part of the development of endurance and growth. And so those of you who are striving really hard and you're putting in a lot of effort to making sure that the path that you're on reflects the results that you had hoped for. And so you're wondering if it will all pay off in the long run. And so for the sake of answering quickly, the answer, of course, is yes, it will, especially when you know that God has instructed you to follow the lane that you're in. So when you've come to a place where you begin to have concerns about the outcome of your plans, needless to say, you're not experiencing doubt as it relates to wondering if the path that you've chosen was really meant for you. Rather, though, you're now at a point where you're wondering if the results from all of your hard work, time, and effort uh, that you've invested uh, will reflect the outcome that you had hoped for. And so this type of doubt, and, and doubt can come in many different forms. It can actually easily mask themselves uh, in different ways. So 
obsessive planning and preparation as one of them. Of course, there's nothing wrong with planning, but if if God has given you a specific path to take, follow it. Trust the process he has you following. Or you could be overly concerned with the outcome and you find yourself trying to get validation from others to affirm the path that you're on. Well, when we do this, it's kind of like we're saying to God, okay, God, I know you're the creator of all things. The whole world is in your hands. But if I ask John Doe, uh, who has a master's in psychology, I know I'm definitely following the right footsteps. Or, you know, I'm going to ask a good friend of mine because I know that they know me so well. Well, needless to say, we're telling God we don't trust what he has specifically designed for you. And who else would know the best pathway for you but God? I mean, he created you. So there's no other person, there's no other one that would be able to give you the best advice, the best guidance for your life, for your path, than God. And the word of God tells us in James chapter one, verses five through six, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. So it is imperative that we rely on God's guidance and his guidance alone. And then I want to touch on what I like to call arbitrary ambitions. And this is when you're so determined to achieve more for your life, which is great, but you're mapping out a particular path for all the wrong reasons. Unfortunately, you can be so motivated for the more in your life, but the path you've chosen lacks fulfillment. So since there's no fulfillment, you move on to the next thing, but still be motivated by all the wrong reasons. So yes, it's true. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but not everything is meant for you to pursue. So it's important for us to remember that we're in a spiritual warfare. So one of the enemy's tactics is to entice you onto a path that is not aligned with what God has purposed you to do. And to line this up with scripture, in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus tells us that the thief's purpose is to still kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So being mindful of this when you are relying on God to direct you into the career he's planned for you. And Jeremiah 29, 11 is a really popular verse among followers of Christ. And with that, what, what I really want to encourage you to do is to press into the following verses, which is verses 12 and 13. These two verses follow behind uh, what God has told us about his plans for us. So I know it's comforting to run to this verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, And I, I, I'd like for you to also add to that comfort with verses 12 and 13. Um, 
again, the those are the verses that actually follow behind what God has promised us. In addition to um, him telling us that he has plans for us and we can rely on that, right? And when we absolutely have no idea where our next step should be or feel confused about our path in anything for that matter, verses 12 and 13 says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And so with that, with those three verses, we're also blessed with his grace as well. So what this entire journey as a whole can look like and what it can end up revealing to you is this. We know the Lord loves it when we are in pursuit of greater things for our lives. And of course, this doesn't stop short of any hard work and dedication. But what's most important is that all of the striving and all of the hard work and dedication that we find ourselves committed to must fall in line with the specific path God has created for us to follow. And knowing what that path is may or may not be as clear cut as we'd like for it to be. It's okay. When things become not so clear, when you're traveling through your path, you're traveling through your journey, I've found that many times when God has only revealed a portion of something, he not only wants us to trust him in that situation, but he also wants us to rely on him along the way. Yes, our trust in him has the opportunity to increase. That's, that's for certain. But we're also given the opportunity to receive his instructions in every potential move we make. And by doing this, as far as receiving his daily instructions, it grants us the ability to not only increase our trust in him, but now, now we've simultaneously increased our regular communication with him. Now, as a result, you develop the confidence in your journey because you're walking alongside him, even when things are a bit murky. So this closes out episode five of the Faith-Based Workplace Show. This episode, along with the others, have been so good to share, and I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Be sure to stay tuned for future episodes to come. I look forward to connecting with you in episode six. Be sure to share the Faith-Based Workplace with others. Let them know that this podcast is available on all primary platforms. And finally, don't forget to receive your blessing for today and be a blessing to others.